0: Hey, welcome into the Coach Bono's podcast here on the studio Soapbox Network. I'm Coach Bo Brian O'Connor. We're recording live at the O'Connor Advisory Group studios. Check out all things O'Connor Advisory Group at oagks.com. You can interact with the show on Twitter. Our handle is at Coach Bo Knows Show. Check out the Facebook page. Just search for Coach Bono's Show. We'll talk on there a little about the show, but we also share some interesting uh, articles, things that are out there on the net as well. Uh, you can email us anytime at at gmail.com. Today is episode 97. We're going to do an NFL preview. Uh, joining us in the NFL preview, my weekly guest now, the NFL season's back. Our main man, Uncle Rico, is in the house. Uncle Rico, how are you today? I'm
1: doing good. I'm elated
0: that football is back. Yeah. Yeah. Now, you're not as big a college football fan as I am. I love college. So, week one in the NFL for you is what like week one in college football is for me, where you, you this is everything, the culmination of everything coming together. So, it's, am I right? Very true.
1: Very true. But I did watch the KU game Friday night.
0: Hmm. We went to the first half of that game, and Jen did. We went at least even halftime, which I don't like doing, but we did it. We were tired. We were tired, and my allergies were horrible, so we just we bolted out. <laughs> it seems from what I kept hearing and seeing when I watched part of it at home, all I really missed was a whole shitload of reviews and in uh, and bad calls. So, yeah, it's it kind of skip call. the second half of the Ku game. Hey, we're going to be real transparent. Now, we've been trying to get together for a few days now. I It's been, been on me. My schedule has been extremely busy. September and October are my busiest times of the year. And so we're actually recording our NFL preview on Monday night of the first weekend of the NFL, which means, yes, the Thursday night game has <laughs> happened. The Sunday games have all happened. Now, I tweeted some stuff. I'm going to go through all of them, and I stand by every single one of the items, despite what we saw week one. I'm going to stand by everything. I'm not taking back anything, and I'm not changing any picks because of what happened week one. But what I want to talk about coming out and coming out the gate is what are the stories of the year that you're looking at for the NFL season in 2023?
1: for me i i want to pay attention to some certain teams that are showed improvement and I, again are not again lions miami they they pique my interest right there because uh if we can keep tua healthy they look not not reflective of just yesterday yeah. but i want to see what this team can be for an entire season with a healthy tua Assuming he can stay healthy. Yeah. I wanna see what the Lions are gonna come out with and yes, I yes, we know what happened Thursday, but that's not the end all be all of the season. It's one week. No one week for the starters is essentially preseason. These guys haven't gotten field time. Yeah. So we don't know what they're gonna be quite yet. But some of these teams are gonna come back, they're returning a lot of the same players, they're gonna have a lot of the same chemistry kind of unfolding. Um things like philadelphia and new coaching staff you know because a lot of coaches got new jobs so how does that change one of the things i'm keeping an eye on myself as well and and i'm sure this resonates with a lot of the audience how is that going to impact the chiefs is no longer there does that make a difference yeah week one notwithstanding i don't know what that looks like let's say week six week seven when we start to really get an idea of who these teams are and who's got a legitimate chance at the playoffs. I'm keeping an eye on certain teams. Lions, Dolphins, definitely. But I'm also going to keep an eye on the major hitters, you know, the Eagles, 49ers. I'm going to keep an eye on Brock Purdy. Yeah. liked what I saw yesterday, but again, that's just one week. Can this be sustained for a full season? It's something we didn't see last week. We only saw five regular season games with him last year. Yeah. So what does he look like after 12 games?
0: Yeah. So that, that's like a great that. point. And those are some of the things we talked about even the last few weeks. Um, coming into the season, I think the, teams that, the team that I wanted to take a hard look at was the Detroit Lions. You know, they were the one that almost won my heart, almost won me in my free agency, which I'm going to bring up and let you get on me about. Um, but I decided not to go anywhere. I will say after watching week one, I have zero regrets, zero. I was at a bar on Sunday, <laughs> I watched the games, and I was openly rooting against the Saints. And it was funny because a couple of people I hadn't seen in a while saw me, and I was wearing a Joe Burrow t-shirt, and they were like, where's your Saints gear? And I'm like, no, 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 no. Like, you have me listen to the podcast. And one of them says, I thought you were bullshitting. I was like, no, I'm not. Like, I'm not rooting for them i not going to So <laughs> go ahead and give me grief because I, I know that you want to get and say something about my free agency. Go ahead and bring it to me. The floor is yours, my friend. I'm going
1: to give you crap because I think not having a team at this point after all the hype and the roses that were handed out is a bunch of bullshit. <clears throat> now, I say this as a hypocrite because I do not have loyalty to any one team in the NFL. I enjoy no. the entire league and I do shift not as a fair weather fan. Like I'm a fan of somebody because of there are, I have never rooted for the chiefs in my life.
0: Yeah.
1: I have never rooted. I've, I've commended them and I respect the program, but I've never been a chiefs fan yeah. despite the recent success. That's not enough to make me a fan. I never have been, but, for you to have gone through the rose ceremony week after week and not have a team, I'm calling bullshit.
0: Well, okay, so I went through this with the best intentions. And, you know, Ellen <laughs> kept calling me out. Ellen kept saying, You're gonna pick the banks. And because of Burrow and everything else, and I just and she wasn't wrong, but it wasn't a plan. They were the most likely uh-huh. winner. Now, I'll tell you, a month in, I was actually leaning very hard to Detroit. It was like Detroit, yeah. the Bengals, and a couple other teams were in there. I'll tell you the team I, I wanted to root for but couldn't quite pull the trigger on as well is the Houston Texans. I like a lot of what they're doing and where they're going. So, uh-huh. I, I'm, what I'm really interested in this year Is I'm interested in watching the young quarterbacks, and I think that in the three I'm watching are you know Stroud, Young, and Richardson in particular. Uh See how they put their work out in their 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 destinations. Richardson already looks like the most athletic player on the field. He is exactly what I I warn people he could be. And again, I have said, I think Anthony Richardson's upside is Patrick Mahomes good. Now, I don't think he's capable of that with this coaching staff in Indy. That's why I was oh, so disappointed I, on drafting. Now, Bryce Young is not as talented as Anthony Richardson physical. But he's a better football player, and he understands the game a little better. And he's gone uh-huh. somewhere where he's going to have a lot of good coaching. Carolina's also in a bad division. And they lost week one. But that's going to be an improved team come week six, eight, ten. And then uh, CJ Stroud is sort of the best package right now. And he's on a team with pretty much nothing except for a young coach and a young staff and all young players. And they've got a lot of upside. And it's like. I, I want to see how those. That's my story of the year. Is those three players, those three quarterbacks, to see how they're going to be. Um, I'm really interested in that. But going back to my again, those are things I looked at as I was trying to pick my free agency. But what it came down to was the epiphany I had one night, is I said, "Well, wait a minute." I made it very clear that I would go back to the Saints if this Derek Carr thing doesn't work. And the coaches will work. Because I don't like Dennis Allen either. And I said, get those two guys out. I'd like to see Mickey Loomis go too, but you know, you can only settle for so much. And I said, well, wait a minute. What would I do if I was rooting for the banks, let's say? And then Derek Carr is gone. They go get a quarterback. It's not Derek Carr. And Mickey and and Dennis Allen's gone. Am I going to go from who day to who that? So I'm leaving my options open. I'm going to do this for one season. Now, I'm giving them one year. If they don't get rid of Derek Carr, and because they're going to be off. I don't care what anyone thinks. I don't care what week one was. I saw that game week one. They played like shit. They were lucky to be in that game. Um, they are a pathetic team. They're going to be bad. They're not going to the playoffs. They're not going to win nine games. They're going to have to make some wholesale changes. And when they do, I'll come back. So that's why I wasn't going to marry someone in the end. Call it a cop out if you want to. But that's, in the end, that's why I couldn't do it. I had that epiphany of, wait a minute. I'm like, or what happened? The other piece of it is, let's say I chose the Bengals, who was the most likely outcome. What happens if Joe Burrow gets hurt? And then what am I doing? That
1: that was the reason I thought you wouldn't pick the Bengals and you yeah. would pick the Lions or or the Eagles.
0: Well, either then, way. Yeah, and the Eagles. I I don't want to front run. I just that's just not my personality to do that. I can't do that. So yeah. I, although I think the, the Eagles again I've said it they are the best team in the NFL. They're my Super Bowl pick, and we're gonna get to that in a little bit here. Um, but they're my Super Bowl pick, and they have the best general manager in all of American sports. I mean, I think that that's the reason they're so good. I want to hit you with, I don't know if you saw this on Twitter, but on Sunday, where the game started, I had NFC and AFC takes. I had five of them. I'm going to start in the NFC. Now, after week one, I'm going to get laughed at on a few of these, but here we go. Number one, the Saints under nine wins going to be bad, even in that bad division. I stand by that. I I saw what I needed to see. They lost to a bad Titans team. They won against a bad Titans team that just, had they decided to run the ball more, would have won the game. The Eagles, in with the best record in the league, wiped the floor with the NFC.
1: I I will stipulate the first,
0: not the second. Okay. The 49ers struggle but make the playoffs. Now, week one, the 49ers look great against the Steelers. I think we're going to see, as you mentioned this earlier, where is Brock Purdy week six, eight, ten? We're going to see him come back to the mean, You know, regression to the mean. That means bad. It means he's going to regress to the mean, and that's going to hurt them. And that's probably the hot take that I made that now you can look at it and go, well, that was shit. But I'm not willing to go there yet. <laughs> now, I'm not willing to say it was a bad take just yet. It, it's a
1: fair take, but I, I agree that they make the playoffs. I don't agree they struggle
0: to make the playoffs. Yeah. Well, I mean they I don't mean they struggle to make it because I think the NFC's gonna be bad. They'll get in. But they go yeah. with my next pick, and that's I have Seattle winning the West. Now Seattle did not play particularly well week 1 and the Rams beat them. That's going to look like a goof off pick right now, but I still like Seattle in the West. But that looks oh, like a tighter them. race now if the Rams are going to be good. My last one this looks bad. I picked the Bears to win the NFC North.
1: Oh. Okay. Three week one, I still would be cringing on that one. There's no way I would pick the ba- the Bears right now. Three, Forget <laughs> yesterday. I am not yeah. going to hold yesterday against anything you said. That's the one I disagree with completely. I don't see that. I didn't see it yesterday. I wouldn't have seen it a week ago before the game happened. I don't see it three weeks from now. I don't see that.
0: The Vikings are bad. Um. They're a bad. They're going to be. They're they're going to regress quite a bit. I think Kirk Cousins is probably going to. People are probably going to wake up and realize he's stealing money every week. Um. And then, I think. um, Also in that division, I think I, I like the Bears improving, especially like Justin Fields. I didn't know what we would have with Green Bay. I just don't know what we've got with Jordan Love. And then,
1: fair, fair. But looking at that division, Bears don't beat the Lions. I'm sorry.
0: Yeah, Not and, that's, and that's where I goofed is that I didn't realize that the Lions were there. And I was like, wait a minute, because I have the Lions winning that division now that I think about yeah. it. So that's the one I did step back on. Now, my AFC ones, here we go. The Bills hold off the Jets to win the, NF, the AFC East. Neither team makes Super Bowl. Now, as we're recording, we want to tell everybody what just happened in this game. Go for it. Aaron Rodgers just got hurt. Now, also what just happened it's is Shallon just threw a long a long interception.
1: Yeah, they're done on the three.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Basically that's a punt, but that's still that's not good. Um, I like the Bills better than the Jets. Now, I don't know, we don't know what's going on with Aaron Rodgers. I mean, so let's see what happens there. Um I like Denver to impress The Denver improves when wins nine games. I, I think Denver's yep. going to improve. They they looked a little bit better week one, but, God, they lost to the Raiders, who I think is just going to be bad. So that's a strange one. <laughs> um, every team in the AFC East ends up over 500.
1: Well, I don't know about that.
0: So that would be Jets, Bills, Dolphins, Patriots. I just don't think any I, of them are bad teams.
1: I think you can get three of the four, but I I, I struggle to believe that with the Patriots. I
0: struggle. I think that Belichick's gonna figure out a way. And he's got one of those, you know, third place schedules this year. So I think he'll be able to take advantage of that. And I think they're gonna pick off a game. Against the Jets or the Bills or the Dolphins to kind of even some of that out. Mm-hmm. Uh, last two here the Bengals get tested but win the AFC North. And then I said, Joe Burrow wins the MVP. And then Joe Burrow goes out That's and has the doable. worst That's game of his career. <laughs>
1: Literally, the the worst game in his career, in some stats, worst in the NFL, like, historically. I mean, it was it was, was a bad, bad game. I watched
0: man. that game. I mean, you can, nobody can play quarterback when you've got two guys on you as soon as the ball snapped. The inside of that offense. Well, that was what I in, was saying. Interior three was awful last night or yesterday afternoon.
1: Where's this improved O line that was supposed to give him protection? I didn't see it at all. If anything, they regress. They're worse than they. Yeah,
0: the inside of that line had no answer for Miles Garrett at all throughout the game. They kept moving Miles Garrett around, but the Browns did, and he's such he's special, special. Um, yeah, I and you had the rain on top of it. Burrow hasn't hasn't played a preseason game, you know. And let's talk about the preseason thing because we saw Week One. And this is something you mentioned to me even before the week about we were going to see, generally speaking, defenses are ahead of offenses in the NFL early season. And a lot of it is because offensive starters don't play a lot in the preseason. They don't have four games. They got three now. And you don't play the starters except for maybe a, a possession. And you go from there. And so, Sorry, I'm just, as you're talking, Brees
1: just went like 70 yards.
0: Yeah, Brees Hall is amazing. Brees Hall is amazing. Um yeah. yes. again, the starters don't play much. So the teams that are going to be no, in the beginning are going to be teams that play defense and can run the football.
1: Yes. And I agree with that.
0: That is not what the Bengals are built to do. And you go put them under rainy conditions. I mean, that just it was a bad deal all around. But it wasn't just the Bengals, the Chiefs struggled week one. And really they struggled, and and that wasn't just a struggle for them uh, because of no Kelsey and no Chris Jones. The whole team struggled. Look, I'm I'm not saying they lost because of Patrick Mahomes, but Patrick Mahomes did not play well. I mean, he was nine of 20 in the nine of 24 in the second half. I mean, he was awful in the second half. And I will say Kadarius when he dropped four balls. One of them was thrown behind. The one that everyone's mad about in the, in the early fourth quarter, both throw yeah, yeah. Three quarters of the guys in the NFL ain't catching that fucking ball. So, um, but but again, it's not a knock on Patrick Mahomes that he's bad. He just didn't have a good day. Joe Burrow didn't have a good day. Um, and we're going to see some of that. We're going to see some of that for some really good teams. The Chargers offense didn't look particularly good this past week. Um you know the Eagles started out great, and they slowed all the way the hell down in the second half of that game. Yeah. So it, there's it, a lot in Week
1: One here that's a knee-jerk reaction to what you've seen yeah. in one game. Now you brought up the Chiefs, and I and I and, I, and I, there's this has been on my mind ever since Thursday. It's been driving me crazy. I want to talk about it, and I'm gonna bring I'm gonna go back to the way we were talking last year, the running game you know who the lead rusher was in that game for the Chiefs?
0: Leading rusher? Patrick Mahomes. Mahomes. Yeah.
1: He got 45 yards, and he's the leading rusher. And the rest of the running game doubled that. They also got, I think it was 40, the other two running backs, Hilaire uh, and Pacheco, also got combined 45 yards.
0: Yeah, the Chiefs, we the talked team, about rushed it last for 90 year. yards, yeah.
1: Yeah. We talked about it all last year. You don't have to have a stellar, you don't have to have a Derrick Henry, but you better have a running game. And it's almost like that running game didn't exist for the Chiefs the entire game. Their defense wasn't bad but it wasn't as good as it could be. Now that they've figured out the Chris Jones thing, we'll see what it have, looks like in a couple of weeks. Cause that got taken care of today. Yeah. But at the time, the defense wasn't terrible. It wasn't stellar, but it wasn't terrible. Yeah. The offense puttered like they, like they didn't, like they had just come out and never practiced for a month. They were completely out of tune. They were not in sync and they couldn't run the ball. Yeah. It's no it's no mystery to me. Why Detroit won. Detroit, looked like a cohesive unit yeah. on offense and defense. They didn't overreach, they didn't do anything crazy except for the one fake punt. The fake punt other than so, that
0: I, I'm gonna <laughs> criticize. <laughs> they the played fake a solid punt. game. I criticized it in the mode and I said this. The problem with running the fake punt where they did there is that you've got a score. Now they did score and they yep. got the touchdown. So it gave them the momentum shift they were looking for. But it, they, they got that third and long right after that. Three plays later, they're third and long. And they do get it and they get the next first down. But if they have to punt four plays later, it's all for naught. That did flip the switch. And, again, that's what I do like about Dan Campbell is that he knew that, okay, it's now or never. We're going to have to do this. Take this chance. It's ballsy. He went for a fourth down later in the game that was, again, ballsy, and they failed. But the defense bailed him out and made the Chiefs punt. So yeah. that was, you know, you take those chances. I like the aggressiveness. And, again, he also knows, hey, we're at Arrowhead. We're at Arrowhead. We're playing the defending champs. You know, I tell the story. I've. I've coached a team that went in and played a defending champ before. You know, I just looked at my boys and said, look, we're another underdog. Dog. No one thinks we're going to come in here and win. So we might as well do it. And we won by a huge number. We won. We beat the shit out of that team. But you do that and you get them. When everyone believes in your locker room, you can win. You can do it. Um, the Chiefs bad. I love the call. The Chiefs really did miss Travis Kelsey. Um I don't know they missed Chris. They they missed Kelsey more than Jones. And I'm going to say it like this. I pulled the stats for that game. Rushing-wise, Detroit's rushing was actually worse than the Chiefs. 34 carries for 113, averaging 3.5. Chiefs average 3.9. Anything under 4.5 is bad. 3.5 is awful. But the field position worked in their favor. A couple of big plays, and here you go. Detroit wins the game. And I think this is just as much about Detroit's a really good team as much as the Chiefs falling off. I don't think the Chiefs have fallen off. The Chiefs are still going to be one of the favorites. Uh, they're still going to go out there and win 12 or 13 games, win the West, and be a one, two, or three seed. I mean, that, and, unless I agree, the that. I agree
1: with that.
0: Yeah, I mean, Look, they're, they're a special kind of team. The issue for the Chiefs is the same as the issue for Buffalo, for the Jets, for the Bengals, for the Ravens, if the Ravens want to make, make that come up, is you're in the AFC, and they're all good. You got nine teams that are worthy of the playoffs. When in the NFC, you got six, maybe seven. I mean, in the NFC, really, you got... I would agree, yeah. You got a handful of decent teams, but you got some, you got a half a dozen teams in the AFC that if you moved them over to the NFC would be the second favorite behind the Eagles.
1: I would agree with that. The AFC, I thought coming out of yesterday, again, not, not a knee jerk reaction, but definitely perking my eyes. You know, my, my I'm, I'm keeping an eye on certain teams now that I did not expect Cleveland. As much as Cincinnati kind of this, this shit the bed, they even look good. And the thing I, that I kind of had to remind myself is no matter what I think of the quarterback, there are a lot of good players on that team. Nick Chubb yeah. kept getting yeah. mentioned. Yeah, it's not a fault that he's their quarterback. You don't like Deshaun Watson. I get it. We're kind of in the same boat as to what we think of things, as well as the way we think other teams think of the Browns and ownership and what they did. But at the end of the day, there are other players on that team who did, did nothing wrong and deserved to win for the work they put in. Yeah. So I'm keeping my eye on Cleveland for the next few weeks. Jacksonville definitely keeping my eye on for the next few weeks, and quite frankly, Miami in that Chargers game, pretty. I mean, Tua and Tyreek yeah. could be dangerous this year.
0: Yeah. Keep so, an eye on them this year. The big touchdown, I still think they should have called the pick. <laughs> it was a pick bigger than shit have that <laughs> crossing pattern. When he ran that deep cross, I was like, no, 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 that's a pick. Flag that motherfucker. Um, but it, it was you couldn't flag it because the guy was behind Tyreek. It didn't matter. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, I mean, the Dolphins are one of those four teams in the AFC East. that They're all good. Look, the Patriots are better than my thinks. They're a veteran-laden team. Right. With coaches. I mean, they know what they're doing. The Dolphins, I picked the Dolphins to beat the Chargers week one. I had two major upsets. Point line. I, the, I had the Dolphins going to uh, L.A. and beating, the, beating yeah. the Chargers. I had Tennessee going to New Orleans and beating the Saints. They lost by one. They covered the spread at least. Um, those are the two games where I was like, I like the underdogs out right here. Um, the other, to me, I, I see where you're going in those. Now, you mentioned Jacksonville. Jacksonville is, they're that team that can easily ascend because they're in a bad division. I mean, they're in a division where uh-huh. everyone's rebuilt. Colts and Texans have um, rookie quarterbacks. The Titans um are talking about the Titans are talking about doing something you don't never see in the NFL. They're talking about staying put with what they got. But if they're not there come week seven, eight, nine, they're talking about blowing it up then. Because they've got a young quarterback yeah. and a young running back. And they're like, well, let's see. They're, they're kind of doing the baseball thing of okay, are we gonna compete? And if they're in the race a division at week eight or nine, they stay put. But if not, Ryan Tannehill's going to get benched. Derrick Henry's going to get traded. And you're going to the, the, see Malik Willis, a quarterback, or you're going to see one of the other rookies, a quarterback. And you're going to see uh, Tajay Spears and running back. Tajay Spears got more uh, rushes than Derrick Henry week one. So um, that's going to be interesting to see. So, but we'll know if Jacksonville is going to be legit, in my view, week two. They're hosting the Chiefs. Yep, That's going to be a good game. And if Jacksonville plays well, one, they can win. Two, keeping that game close is going to tell them and give them confidence of we can do that. Jacksonville can be what the Chargers were last year at the beginning of the year, but it's a matter of, okay, we've got to beat one of those top teams to, uh, to ascend to the top. I like how Jacksonville played in the second, second half this week too. They got down in that game and they said, no, 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 no. We're going to turn this back around. Um, Trevor Lawrence threw a pick early in this late in the second quarter and put them behind. But, and if you look, if they are good, Trevor Lawrence will get looks at MVP. He's
1: he's getting, he's getting gotten better yeah. each year. Right. This, I think, could be uh, – if I had to look at that division and say who am I picking to win, Jacksonville is my pick to win that division.
0: That's who I picked.
1: So. Not a question. Yeah. That's not a hard pick. But when you put them up against other teams, they're going to be competitive. Yeah. Will they beat the Chiefs? I ain't going to make that pick. Especially after rebounding this off of week one and having a, a few extra days to prep for yeah.
0: Jacksonville
1: coming next week, awful. but will Jacksonville make it competitive? Absolutely, I think they're going there. Um, I think if Miami can play defense, they have a they could be a dark horse for the entire AFC East, and that's not an easy division. Yeah, so I, I get what you're saying and, and going there. Um, yeah. But I don't want to make any – but like your picks, I don't want to make any snap decisions after one week. We don't know what's going to happen.
0: And and whether it's – For another
1: few weeks to really feel what a team is.
0: Yeah. Well, whether it's week one of the NFL or college, you always see the most improvement from week one to week two. And so I, I think you'll see bounce back from the Chiefs, the Bengals. The Giants certainly are going to have to bounce back. Uh, oh that is one of the God. worst things I've ever I, seen in my life. Um, no, I, it's again, kind of
1: a coin flip between the Bengals, the Giants, and who went the worst. But the, oh, I don't think me, the, the Giants coin.
0: looked. I don't think it's a coin flip. The Giants', the Giants, Giants performance was one of the worst I've ever seen at the NFL. Though. I mean, they were never in position to score at all. They only crossed the only crossing fifty plays a times.
1: Were, they blew themselves up. Yeah. Everything that they looked like they was, oh, if they just, if they just, it wasn't Dallas yeah. stopping them. They just made every mistake. They threw behind, they threw short, yeah. they couldn't open a hole, they couldn't stop anything. Yeah. It's not like Dak came out and put 300 yards in there Dak barely did anything. They ran a lot, like yeah. just like they said they would, yeah. and they beat them handily.
0: Yeah. They were and- close. And Brian Dayball did a terrible job of look. Once you're losing so much, once you're down twenty-one, twenty-eight, and you're in that wet slop and this and that, you got to quit going for it on fourth down. You got to play the yeah. field position. You got to punt the ball and make them drive one. And there was three or four. The entire second half, he never punted. And it was like, what are you doing? Quit giving them a short field. Yeah. That,
1: How often have we seen bad coaching? Cost teams
0: well, and that wasn't just bad coaching. That was just everything, and it exasperated. In the look, that could have been sixty to nothing, really easy.
1: It is his. I I get what you're saying, but it is his responsibility to minimize the damage and try to lead the team. Yeah, he look the entirety of the the Giants, including the coaching staff and Brian Dable, who is at the top of that blame list. Quite frankly looked sophomores to say the least right. every decision looked like a bad decision they couldn't do anything right now are they going to fix that sure do i have faith they will they will right the ship yes do i think they can win that division no not even close because you got to beat the eagles and you got to beat the cowboys and the cowboys already handed you a loss doesn't even no. matter at this point yeah you but hurt. that doesn't you gotta mean hurt. that you got to hold you got to do the job correctly from week one when your players aren't doing the job correctly in week one yeah That's a coaching problem. That's a prep problem that they had. And in fairness, uh, you know, this is a learning lesson because he hasn't been coaching the giants like for 10 years, but second year, right?
0: Yeah. Second or third.
1: So I'm not going to hold the second or third. I'm not going to hold him to that high of a standard, but he still should know better. And he needs to do a better job in that position.
0: I'm going to get to a couple things here on the NFL side. Uh, Well, first off, We got to make our picks. Got to make our picks. (laughs) Playoffs, Super Bowl. Who you got? Let's talk about. Let's work back. Let's work forward here. Give me your division winners in the AFC.
1: AFC. Okay. AFC East. I'm going to pick Miami. I'm going to go dark horse with the AFC East. That's a tough division. But if I had to say who's probably the most ready today, it's probably Miami. Okay. And I'll say that the reason I say that is the Jets are kind of pulling a lot of pieces together. They're doing the Tom Brady Tampa Bay thing. They're going to have some struggles getting on the same page early on. And with Aaron not even being in week one right now, that's, that's been delayed a week. Yeah. The Bills bills are kind of a question mark. I wasn't high on, on the Bills coming out of last year. I thought they were a little too loose to run and gun. Yeah. So I'm going to pick Miami as my dark horse. Uh, the AFC North, it's tough to not pick the Ravens. They've kind of got what we've been asking Baltimore to do For a few years now for Lamar, get him weapons, get him protection, build up a little bit of defense. I think they did the right things in the offseason for Baltimore, got their contracts taken care of. I think they come out gunning here uh, this year. AFC South, Jacksonville. That's not a tough call. It's between Jacksonville and Tennessee, and I'm picking Jacksonville. AFC West. I'm not going to knee-jerk. I still think the Chiefs win that division. Yeah. Whether it's who wins second place, I don't know. And quite frankly, I don't care. I like to see Denver improved. Do I think they'll win? No. Do I think they'll be competitive? Yes. I'm encouraged by improvements I saw. It's bad that in a loss I saw improvement by the Broncos yesterday than all of last year. Yeah. So, AFC, those are my four picks.
0: Okay, well, here's who I've got. I I picked Buffalo in the AFC East. Um, I had the Dolphins finish in third. I mean, again, we don't know what's worth to deal with Aaron Rodgers now, so I'm not going to say I went with Buffalo. In the North, I picked the Bengals. Um, I I think this is low key going to be a tough division. The Bengals, I still pick because they got Burrow. They've got nine. And you've got nine, he's good. Uh, what does hurt the Ravens now is J.K. Dobbins is out for the season. It's hurt week one. True. And so with they're losing their they're starting running back J.K. Dobbins tore his Achilles; he's out. So, um and it, again, I picked the thing was already. But I, um, and then I thought the team that would vastly improve in that division was the Steelers. Again, I don't want to overreact to Week One, but they didn't look good at anything, and a lot of that was the. It was like being. Like, poured doused in gasoline and someone lighting a match.
1: I mean, it just all happened
0: to them. Uh-huh. And then the Browns, again, I like some of the points you made earlier about Sean Watson and Nick Chubb and that offense and Joku, the tight end, I think is real good. And they have the guy who, to me, is the second best defensive player in the league. I still think like Aaron Donald's the best defensive player. Miles Garrett is yeah. a freak. Um, he is maybe the best athlete in the NFL. And let me say that. I do think he is the best athlete in the NFL. And for you to be the best athlete in the NFL tells you something. That guy is physically just a freak. In the South, I like the Jaguars to run away. I want to see what happens with the Texans. I, I, I think they'll be better at the end of the year than at the start of the year. The Colts, I'm high on Richardson. I agree. I hate the coaching staff. I hate the, the, the whole organization. And the Titans, I want to see what they do. They've got some young pieces. Do they go ahead and trade Derrick Henry, you know, six weeks in, eight weeks in, and go to the Ty J Spears, change quarterbacks at some point? That that could be. They they could be looking at twenty twenty four at the end of the season. In the West, it's the Chiefs. I've already said I thought the Chargers were going to regress. That's why I picked the Dolphins week one against them. Um, I just don't think the Chargers have what it – I like the quarterback. I like Herbert. I like a couple of the pieces, but I don't like the whole package. It's like a box of chocolates. You know, I like a lot of what's in there, but overall, I don't want the whole fucking box.
1: You're talking about the Chargers. I have that same feeling. Like, I every week – when we talk about quarterbacks and talent and high-level play, the Chargers always come up in this mix. And the thing that drives me crazy is that, well, what have they done in that mix? Yes, they're always up against the Chiefs, but they, were in the, they can make the playoffs. Yeah. But it's not them in the playoffs they're doing. They, they remind me more of Dallas for the last 20 years. They'll have good regular seasons, but they can't do anything in the big, critical games. They always fall short. They always crumble when it matters most they'll win they've got talent but there's an x factor they lack that other teams have when it comes to winning when it matters that's my knock against the chargers talking about the uh, texans and the colts i wanted to come back to that i i like the texans i agree with you they'll probably look good at the end of the year i also think that uh, you know i'm always i'm also behind dominica ryan's i want to see what he can do for two or three years yeah. the colts the Colts have a problem like Dallas has a problem. Their biggest enemy is their owner. Yeah. You d is the worst thing that can he has done more to negatively impact his organization than any other owner has this year.
0: Yeah, we've on um on Tyler Jones's podcast, the Jones Report, um, here on the studio Subbox Network, I last week was talking to Tyler and we were talking about the Colts. And he had another guest on that was talking about the Colts, who's local there in Indy. And they were saying, you know, these are all the things the Colts are bad at. And their whole organization is just awful. And then you look at, I mean, like, there was the damning article earlier in the year in ESPN.com about what Andrew Luck said about him. And Andrew Luck blames the Colts for a lot of what happened to him. You know, there's just a lot to that organization. It's really bad. And so I... I, 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 what's crazy about it is that if you lined up the 32 majority owners, the one guy who's the top, Jim Irsay is the one who probably knows the most football of all 32. The issue yep. is he he's a spoiled, petulant child who's never been told no. And he ruined Peyton Manning when it was all said and done. He ruined – Andrew Luck, to the point where Andrew Luck retired. I mean, Peyton Manning left and went to Denver with a bad neck and still won a Super Bowl. Um, you, uh-huh. know, you could argue that the Colts did everything that couldn't help Peyton, but Peyton did everything possible to make the Colts better. Um, so, yeah. I ugh. Let's get to the NFC real quick. I uh, want to try to keep us <laughs> in time here. Um, NFC East. I like the Eagles. Who Who are you on here?
1: I like the Eagles as well. I think uh, Dallas is going to be competitive, but I don't know who they are yet. I don't think the Giants or Commanders have enough to challenge. So for me, I agree. Eagles.
0: I think the Commanders will be improved. Um, I'm interested to see what their quarterback situation is going to look like. And the Giants, again, I don't want to overreact to week one, but when they didn't look good. And they're I think they're a decent team. The North. I know I said on Twitter, the, the Bears. I did not mean the Bears. I actually did mean the Lions. <laughs> um, I I love the Lions this season. I think they're going to be very good. I have them winning the North. Who do you got?
1: Lions. I have a question mark around the Packers. I'm encouraged by what I saw yesterday. But yeah. it's, to me, it's the Lions division to lose.
0: Yeah. All reports I have seen in the preseason from people who have visited the Packers and watched them practice. People love yeah. Jordan Love. They're, they really. I think
1: they'll be good, but, but I think well, the Lions really are, more, are already gelled. I think they're yeah. put together right for a playoff run.
0: I the worst division in football, the NFC South?
1: I'm gonna, you know what? I, I'm I'm gonna do something that might piss you off, but I I, I can't.
0: I know where you're going.
1: It, this is my only knee-jerk reaction. Yes, I'm gonna do it. I'm picking Atlanta.
0: Oh, I oh I that's not where I thought you were going. I thought you were gonna pick New Orleans. Um I I picked Atlanta to no, win this division no. too. I think Atlanta's gonna win the division. I here's what I'll say. I think Atlanta's gonna win the division. I think Carolina is gonna battle the Saints for the same type of record by the end of the year, and I think Tampa's gonna be bad.
1: I don't know who Tampa is yet. Oh, I'm looking at Baker Mayfield like quarterback. That's all I so have. I'm, gonna, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to comment on that. I can't take one game. Again, for the same but, reason I will not raise or condemn, I'm going to leave camp, a question mark on Tampa Bay as to who they will be.
0: All right, lastly, the NFC West, which today looks more competitive than it did even three days ago.
1: Not by my standards.
0: You, you're at the 49ers here. Right?
1: I only have – I'm not even it's not even a question for me. Yeah.
0: I'm gonna stick with my initial pick, which was the Seahawks. I I think we're gonna see a regression to the mean on the 49ers. I just do. I I think that defense isn't gonna hold up as well as everybody thinks. And I think that uh, Brock Purdy is not there's a reason Brock Purdy was the last pick in the draft. There's gonna be a regression to the mean. The more they try to get him to do things, the more he won't be able to do So I'm, I'm not, not saying he's terrible. I'm there's I'm there's more supportive. I'll take Brock Purdy over Derek Carr. I'm I, I I, I, going Ethan.
1: to reserve any further comment. I'm Obviously, I'm picking the 49ers. Yeah. I will let the season speak for itself. Yeah. I'm high on them. I was high on them last year, and I'm yeah. staying there with them. All right, stay
0: in the NFC. Give me your NFC champion.
1: NFC champion, God, that's, you know what? I was high on them last year. I'm sticking with the 40. I have faith yeah. there.
0: I I don't see how this is anybody but the Eagles. I, I think this is the biggest no-brainer in the last, as far back as I can remember, there's not been a team that's is, that from 1 to 53 is better and deeper than everybody else in their side of the bracket, than the Philadelphia Eagles are. I'm picking the Eagles.
1: I'll tell you what I'd love. To f- I'd love to see a rematch of last year's NFC with the Eagles and the 49ers. It would be a very different game
0: to yeah. see. Let's check their schedules. That I'm sure they're playing because they both finished in first place. They are playing on December the 3rd, the Fox game on the 3rd.
1: Like what weeks? It's like week it's nine, week. nine or two, eleven. It's right in there.
0: It's week? 12. We're gonna know who both it's of those 12. teams are
1: by the. Yeah,
0: by week twelve. Week we'll 12. Yeah, we're
1: gonna know who. We're gonna know who they are. That's right. gonna be. I'm look. I'm gonna earmark that game. Yeah. All
0: right. So the AFC. Who you got? It's, see, hard. it's hard. The AFC is hard because it's a war of attrition the whole way.
1: It's, it really is. I, mean, I, could see, I could easily see four or five teams coming out of this and yeah. winning the AFC totally. And so I'm, I'm not. I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna go underdog. I'm gonna go Miami. I say Tua stays healthy. Mm-hmm. They figure out how to play defense and they challenge everybody. I, I look at it. I'm
0: gonna go Miami. Yeah, I, I think that's that, not a knee-jerk reaction.
1: I have always thought if Tua could stay healthy, Miami would be dangerous in the AFC all the way through the, through the season. Yeah. I'm sticking there. I say right. he stays healthy. They're dangerous all year.
0: Very nice. Um, all right, uh, last thing, Super Bowl picks. You've got the you've got the 49ers against the Dolphins. Give me a winner.
1: 49ers. 49ers. For one simple reason. For one simple reason, they have the better defense. They're playing defense at a high level today. Miami still needs to figure out how to play defense. They didn't. They didn't hold back the Chargers very much yesterday, so they need to figure out how to play defense this year, where the 49ers are already really tough on defense.
0: I'm picking the Bengals again. I'm picking them because of Joe Burrow, and but I am picking the Super Bowl champion to be the Eagles. Yeah, best team. So, yeah. Uh, you so re-
1: remember this in, 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 in 22 weeks, 23 weeks.
0: Yeah. All right. Real quick. Last pick. You got I got to get out of here. Um, give me your MVP. <sighs>
1: I'm, I'm going to go, I'm, I'm just a, a, a plethora a dark horse here. I think this, there's something that happens this year that hasn't happened in a long time. I think Micah Parsons. A
0: defensive player for MVP? Okay.
1: I think, okay. I think you get a defensive MVP for the regular season. And the reason, the reason I, I've, always, I've always thought he's one of the best players. You talk about Miles Garrett. The thing about Micah Parsons that puts him ahead of, of everyone else is he's playing multiple positions. He's moving around and forcing defenses to key on him at the end, at linebacker, at the tackle. He's moving around, and every defense has to adjust to him on the field. And he can beat people in any position. That, to me, screams MVP. All
0: right. So we got Uncle Rico's picks. We're going to be – I'll be back in just a moment with a little little something here to close us out. But uh, Uncle Rico, thanks for coming in. I appreciate you. We'll have you back next week to go over week two, and we'll be doing this each week. So uh, be patient with us. Sometimes we'll be recording Sunday, sometimes recording Monday. We wanted to get this out as quickly as we could. So, uh, Uncle Rico, we'll see you in a little. We'll see you next week. Hey, we appreciate Uncle Rico coming in today. Uh, Uncle Rico is sponsored by DraftKings. He's going to be in here all all year long. We're going to be doing the reviews of every week in the NFL, and uh, this is just a fun little start getting it going here. Uh, There's always be a good banter back and forth. He's going to be on his 49ers, and I'm going to be all about these Lions and uh, my main man Joe Burrow. So. Hey, but I want to thank Uncle Rico for coming in. I want to thank you, the listener. I want to thank Tyler Jones, everybody at Studio Soapbox for all they do behind the scenes. Most importantly, I want to thank you, the listener. Don't forget to rate us and review us. Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, anywhere you get your podcast. We appreciate every five-star review. Don't forget to help out our sponsors, DraftKings. Check the link in the show notes. You're going to get $100 in free bets when you open your new account. Put your first deposit in. And also check out Stitch Fix. Stitch Fix is back with us for the fall. And if you want to freshen up that wardrobe, you can get a quick $25 off. But again, checking out the link in the show notes, checking out Stitch Fix, and we get you a little something hooked up there. So, again, uh, appreciate you. Uh, until next time, I'm Coach Bo Brian O'Connor. Have a great week. When your time tokens are not affordable. We'll see you in